Hi, this is Tony Kahn, the producer and the director of Morning Stories and WGBH-FM in Boston. Our theme for today is science and technology. We're going to hear from Ethan Herberman. He did an earlier podcast for us about his dinner with Stephen Hawking. This time he talks about an unfortunate encounter he had on the frontiers of science, deciding whether he wanted to participate in a research study on sleep deprivation. If you live around universities, you see a lot of ads for human guinea pigs on cafe bulletin boards. Just being left-handed can score you a few bucks from a psychology department. And once I figured out that if I was a left-handed dyslexic with a background of heavy cocaine use, I could earn $750 in a week. Among all the studies, however, one stands out. The sleep study, which pays thousands. Once, when I was between jobs, I looked into joining one. Hello. Thank you for calling. A nice young woman on the Mm -hmm. phone explained that for five weeks I would be living in a research hospital without phone or TV or anything to tell me the time of day. Uh uh Meanwhile, experimenters would use bright lights to shift my circadian rhythms. She even hinted that in the end they could leave my circadian rhythms any way I wanted them. Uh I pictured leaping out of bed at 6 a.m., a feat I had dreamed of all my life. Still, there were minuses. Getting my blood drawn. Hourly. Then there was the rectal probe so doctors could monitor my body temperature. The real showstoppers, though, were the vigils. On three separate occasions, attendants would keep me awake with games and chit-chat for 50 hours in a row. 50 hours? Wasn't there something in the Geneva Conventions about that? Never mind. I wanted no part of it. Goodbye sleep study. Then, in mid-January, on the very same day I would have been starting at the hospital, I hurried out to my car and failed to notice a patch of black ice. Down I went, snap went my ankle, on went the cast. And coming up in our next half hour, Princess Diana's biographer on her futile search for love in her... As a consequence of my choice to avoid five weeks of confinement, I was now stuck in my third floor apartment for what the doctor predicted would be, oh, five weeks. Because I had balked at the vigils, I now had a cast which itched me awake every night. And because I had tried to spare myself the probe, I now had to bounce on my bottom stair after stair, day after day, assuming I wanted my groceries and mail. Could I join the sleep study? Desperate, I grabbed the phone. Was it too late, I pleaded with the nice young woman? Politely, she explained that while they'd love to have me, they needed a common baseline for participants. If I did join now, they would have to break everyone's ankle. There were, of course, other studies, she reminded me. Stress studies? Diet studies? Yeah, right. Of course, I've never looked into one. Suppose I did, then chose to decline. What would happen to me then? That was Ethan Herberman with today's Morning Story. Now, another person out there having his own problems with 21st century science and technology we all know is the Ed Sullivan of podcasting, Adam Curry. Last I heard, he was still in search of broadband in the midst of one of the most modern cities on the planet. Well, we sympathize with Adam. We had our own 21st century moment trying to get our own podcast on the air last Friday. In the thick of it all was Gary Mott. Gary, set the scene for us. It's Friday evening. After work, you're at the pizza parlor with your lovely family, your delightful little daughter. She's gotten very good at throwing pizza. Everyone's having a ball but you, because you're on the phone to New Hampshire. That's where Rick lives. Rick makes things happen. And he's not making them happen. Well, Rick is home with his family. 
he can't access the WGBH servers. No good, I say. We podcast every Friday. That is a promise. That is a guarantee. We at WGBH keep our promises. So I call Tom. Who's Tom? Well, Tom is our IT contact. Oh, that Tom. He's in central Massachusetts. Kind of rural out there, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Very rural. It's nighttime. Frogs out there, they can eat iPods. Tom says, well, here's Dave's number. Who's Dave? Dave is our IT specialist. I call Dave. Where's Dave? He's in a bar in Boston. I say, Dave, talk to Rick. He says, no problem. He hangs up the phone. He calls back. Uh Uh-oh. Gary, my six button on my keypad doesn't work. Six button? His six button. (laughs) He's in the party. He has no six. How sad. So I said, no problem. I'll call Rick and have him call you. So I do. Two minutes later, the podcast is up there. And the pizza? And the pizza tastes so much better. (laughs) I'm throwing pizza against the wall now, too. (laughs) And it's not even cold. And the weekend was saved. We keep our promises. And uh, we're going to keep on keeping our promises somehow or another by podcasting every Friday with morning stories. And be sure and check out our website if you haven't already, wgbh.org slash morning stories. That's morning stories, all one word. We've got all our stories available there for streaming. And uh, we've got a little orange XML button uh, whereby you can get our uh, podcast feed and plop it in your reader and uh, take some of these stories along with you to the pizza parlor or Hey, now here's, there's an idea. Next to the XML button, there should be a, a, a little orange P button. You push that, and you actually get your podcast hand-delivered in a pizza box. We're going to push the 21st century so hard, we're going to run smack dab into the 19th. That <laughs> is a promise. <laughs> Take care. We'll see you next week. Bye.